Hello and welcome to another episode of Through the Turnstiles podcast as we take an in-depth look at the lower leagues of Scottish football. Joined this week by Muzz, who's uh, ploughing a lone furrow up top by himself this week. Muzz, how are you? Hi, good. Just a uh, bit of hold up and link up with you, I think. Good. We're not feeding off Jamesy's scraps this week. Um, so what we have been doing on the show in recent weeks is three uh, smaller episodes, one per division, given that... Um, the news of the postponements of League One and League Two for a couple of weeks. We're just doing two episodes this week, so this Championship edition, and then we've also done a League One slash League Two um, remix and look at their Scottish Cup uh, results and just a chat about the January window for those clubs. Back up to three next week, where we'll be doing the usual Championship one. Uh, the League One will be a League One team of the week and League uh, team of the season, sorry, and the League Two one will be a League Two team of the season. So. This week, you've got this episode, and you can go and check out the League One and League Two mix. Next week, we're back up to the full complement of three. So uh, what we're doing in this episode is we're looking at the results um, from the Scottish Cup fixtures last weekend. I think there was only three championship clubs that managed to get games on. So we'll have a quick chat through them. Then we'll preview the, uh, preview the upcoming fixtures for this weekend and hope that at least one or two of them beat the weather. So we've got something to talk about next week. Although it's not looking promising with the forecast coming in. So, Muzz, before we do all of that, journeyman spots of the week. Yep, I'll uh, dip back into the, the selection. Um, we're going to take a, a hat-trick of um, contributions uh, this episode from one poster uh, who calls himself Dejaffel, um, after I can only assume Lauren Dejaffel. Um, he's an Air United fan, um, and I don't recall any connection between A United and, and the Jaffel, but um be interesting to know the story behind that. Uh while you're sourcing them, I'll just uh, remind people that if you're watching on YouTube, if you could do us a massive favour and like this video and subscribe to the channel, that would help us out massively. Um, you can also find us on Spotify if you prefer listening to watching um, by searching through the Turnstiles podcast. And any journeyman spots of the week, questions or feedback you can get in touch with us via twitter at uh, turnstiles there while that was going on i have wikipedia in the background and he played for here for a season Muzz, the jaffo there we go 24 inches, just... 10 goals decent um return for the big man jeez no wonder he's must be considered a bit of a cult hero that has just been confined to the archives of my mind that if it was he... ever there in the first place That's... he earned a move to bury off the back of it then Stockport, then Sheffield United before Aberdeen. So quite the journeyman to be fair. It certainly meets the criteria. Certainly does actually, yeah. Um uh, and the maybe it is actually Lauren De Jaffo that's uh, contributing these uh, journeyman spots because whoever it is is certainly journeyman of the air night scene. Um because um two of those happen. Uh, one of them is is Chris Boyd. Who he's seen kicking about air loads uh, and had a laugh with him a few days after we beat Killy in the Betfred Cup. So good that Boyd good took to... that in good spirits. Aye, especially from a, a an air fan, uh, one of his rivals. Needs and, all the good uh, PR he can get right now, Chris. Aye, pr proof that he can he can take it as well as give it, um, because he's as we said in the Point League two episode there. He's oh aye, yeah, he's very much a Marmite figure right now in in. Um, kind of online world anyway um he still says the weirdest encounter he's had was um, seeing Henrik larson and furies in air 
He said, I remember staring at him for a solid five minutes trying to work out if it was actually him or if someone had slipped something into my drink. So Simply, we did speculate in the League One episode if Larson had his dreadlocks at this stage. And if he did have his dreadlocks, it must have been something strong to have been dipped into the drink if it, if it wasn't Sir Henrik. Indeed, I, um, he's obviously confirmed it was because um, he's obviously kind of He's given him a further, Set, he, yeah. He's settled on it, yeah. He's settled on the fact that it was Larson, and he's maybe had confirmation from others. But I wonder who's um, introduced Larson to Furies. Maybe one of the Celtic players at the time as a as a regular. Aye, there seems to be a kind of um, connection with with the old firm down down the southwest there uh, in there. So, aye, that would be another interesting kind of tangent to the story. Um, Finally, um, in a sort of not-so-glamorous setting, uh, I was sitting in front of John Rankin on a flight home from my Napa once. He was with his wife and kids, and they were far too loud, considering me and my mates were still suffering from the week of drinking. No offence, right? But if you're going to get a, a flight back after like tanning it on the bevy uh, from my Napa for a week, I don't know, are you in a position to complain about a wee bit of noise in a plane? I know, I know. Think of the debauchery he's probably been involved with all week. <laughs> yeah, very true. John Rankin, I and Apple. Interesting place to take the kids, but who knows? Good point, actually, yeah. So there, there you have it. We've had journeyman spots of the week in Furies in air on a flight back from Ayanapa and just kicking about air for Chris Boyd. So any of your comments or journeyman that you've seen, like I say, get in touch with us via the comment section on YouTube or at Twitter at Turnstiles the. Moving on, I was looking for a link there between John Rankin, Squigglers and the Championship, but I don't have one, so um, I'm just going to say it to you, Muzz. Interesting results for the Championship uh, teams over the weekend. Queen of South, surprisingly, arguably, comfortable victory over Queen's Park. Alwa knocked out by Cove and Dundee scraping past. Bonnerig was probably the, the one that stood out the most to most observers. Yeah, we'll start with that one. That was... a. Uh... I mean, what a what a game to watch! It just had the classic ingredients of a sort of cup, you know, yeah, memorable Scottish, wanted, Scottish yeah. Cup tie. Yeah, um, David against Goliath, and I mean, I'm just I was saying in the we were saying in the League One, League Two episode, they'll, they'll, Bonnie Rigg will still be trying to get that out of their system mm-hmm. um, because they came so close. Um, yeah, it was a it, it was a soft penalty. Let, let's be honest. Um, but I think you're you're gonna if you're gonna have any chance you're gonna you're gonna need luck yeah, like need, that. Yeah. You're gonna need little decisions like that. Um, you know, this they really stopped Charlie Adam having a. They've done more than a lot of other championship teams have in being able to kind of nullify the the threat from Charlie Adam um, and stopped him kind of pulling the strings. Although you know, obviously Dundee dominated large swathes of possession. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Killed off a bit Dundee, I think, by Ashcroft playing it right back. Um, now, obviously, I don't think it did much wrong defensively, but they were missing Kerr, weren't they? McGee, Chris Daly, all three probably could have played it right back. Declan McDade as well, who would have given them a wee bit of something in the final third, kind of off either side, and that ability to go at players 1v1. So they they were important players for them to be missing, but they should maybe have done better with their chances. I thought so did all right. He hit the target with most of them, but Danny Mullen was quite wasteful, wasn't he? Yeah, he was actually. Um, Danny Mullen was poor off off the back of some pretty good leap form, um, a bit wasteful with his chances. 
Um, you're right about Ashcroft. I think that they that denied Dundee a bit of um, nothing down the right hand side, uh, is it? Really, they're toothless up that right hand side. Yeah, you would get a bit of um, maybe a bit of overlap with Elliot and Kerr, likes of them, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, but there still should be plenty. They still should have won, yeah, yeah. Plenty in a tank to 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 um, junior opposition. Um, but I I posed I asked you the question before that game if uh, if McPaik didn't win that game was he going to survive it? Um, having seen the game and how close that actually was to happening, have you changed your opinion on that at all? I think he did. I think they gave him. A, I don't think they would have got rid of. Him. To be honest, I think they've yeah. just seen Dundee dominate possession and have chances and just be unable to to convert. I think had Bonner had gone there, scored, and then the game had maybe even been 60-40, even 70-30 for Dundee, there might have been questions asked, but I think they just absolutely dominated, didn't they? They had Bonnerig hemmed in. And credit to Bonnerig, they defended right. You know, they cleared their lines, they matched runners, they won their headers, they were physical when they needed to be physical but Dundee had the ball no bones about that so I yeah. think I think I don't think it would have cost him his job but it would have put severe pressure on his on his next maybe three league games to get to get to get results in them what do you what do you think he looked yeah. quite concerned to be fair when the camera panther <laughs> yeah and he wasn't doing much celebrating either when they got the equalizer mm-hmm. um he must but be thinking everything's think, against them, like you said, soft penalty, spurning so many opportunities. And I remember thinking, you know, well, the time it got into this, but then the next time I looked at the clock, it was something like 77 minutes. And I was thinking, that, I thought the time passed quite quick. Sometimes when teams hold on, obviously for the Bonnerig players, it probably felt like it was in slow motion. But, you know, some games go quick and some go slow when you're watching them. See, for me, it went quite quick, that game. Yeah, it did, actually. Um but I think for, definitely from from a Bonnie Rig point of view that um, that would have been the longest forty five minutes of their life that second half. But like you say, they they did everything they physically could. What about even Adam's down, delivery? Right, right. Aye, set pieces yeah, and that, stuff like jeez. That is the that that you know despite what I said about an open Rig, play, they to, kept them quiet. But see his corners and that every in swinger, you're thinking, jeez, man. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a weapon that isn't oh. it. Oh. And um, to be fair, right, right up, right up to that goal. I mean, it, it was. I think it was two. Was it two saves the keeper made? You know, and they had they had oh. basically ten ten boys in the box. You know, ten human beings in the box is is difficult for for any any sort of players to break down. Um, but the, the keepers pulled off yet yeah, another wonder save, and it's just dropped um, to Afalabi, and he's been in the right place. But I mean, that's how kind of close it was, and how well Bonnie defended that. Mm-hmm. With um, Ashcroft going back playing to the, it, gave going them, back to the... it gave them extra height in it with Ashcroft because see every time they got a corner, you're back. Well, you had Ashcroft, Fontaine, Forster trundling forward. So was in there decent height. After Abbey, when he came on, he's not small. Like, and like, like we're saying, the, 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 the delivery from Adam was just whipped in with pace. And they did so well, Bonnerig, to, to mark their men in the goalie. Obviously, made a few saves, but they, they did it so well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And the goalie was like, World class, it was. Um, it was um, game, game, and, game of his life. We, see, we talked the start about that of the in season, detail. But see, at the start of the season, the run Dundee were on. Do you think they'd have lost that? Uh, possibly. I mean, tie, that ties in with the with the question about McPake's yeah. job. Um, because I, I, you asked me, do I think he would have mm-hmm. survived that? And I, I tend to actually agree with you. 
that he probably would have because I think the, the, the recent league form has bought him that more time. Um, he, you know, he's, he's kind of, he's had nine lives almost um, the last, this season so far and he seems to just dig himself out at the last minute and now that they did finally find that consistency, I don't think the board are going to want to rock the boat at the moment, you know, the way they're going in the league, especially, mm. you know, their last league game was that 3-1 uh, win over Hearts, so you can't really turn around uh, and after a cup, what would have just been a cup shock, which happens, but, mm. um, I don't think they would have turned around and just pulled the trigger after giving them all those chances in the, in the past, you know. Decent, uh, interesting me run coming up for Dundee, they kind of play everybody from each of the echelons of the table, they've obviously on Saturday, they host Air. they then go to Arbroath, they then host Cali, and then they then play, I think it might be, uh, is it Dunfermline maybe or something like that? So they're playing a range of teams from the, across the tables. Inverness. Inverness, aye. Inverness, um, aye, yeah. So it's an interesting kind of, they play some developer high, some developer low, vice versa. But um, on Saturday, like I say, hosting air, they'll be keen to, to push on. I'm not sure how many of the, the players we spoke about there, Elliot, McDade, Kerr, and McGee, I'm not sure if that was COVID injury, so I'm not sure how many of them will be back, but they'll be looking for at least a point, won't they, to keep, keep the run going? Um, I would say they'd be looking to win that. Um, mm-hmm. Error, error um, have showed a bit of inconsistency recently. Um, aye, error, in the last poor... five games, they've lost three and drawn two. Two points out of 15? Aye. And on the flip side of that, I think Dundee have won three and uh, drawn the other two. Um, so they're, yeah, I think they probably should have won. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's three and three in the bounce. Um, wins are coming into that. Air are vulnerable. Um, they they've got problems at at the, at the back, I think. And you know they they thought they'd rescued that point against Queen of the South, and they'll be they'll be really disappointed to have lost that game. So I think Dundee will demand um, a win. I, I think yeah, they've conceded more than our bro for bottom of the table. Air have. Aye, aye, it's, it's, that says a lot. Um, and their goal, I, I think I, you pulled out the stat, didn't you? Was it two, maybe three weeks ago now? That their goalies had the most saves in the league, which is good for him, but not necessarily good for Air because it means he's actually had a lot to do. Aye, te- that statistic's a wee bit misleading because it tends to prove also that they've, that they've been busy and, and that can that can often lead point to, to defensive issues, mm-hmm. not closing down players and things like that. Um, he's been but, chopping and changing uh, his back I, four care, hasn't he? Because he, Houston was playing at left back for a wee bit with Muirhead at right back. I think that's how they played against Wraith, maybe at home. But uh, I think then in the last game, Houston didn't play and they brought Redden back in at left back. Redden's been struggling a wee bit. They've lost um, Harvey, obviously, MK Dons, and he was massive for them. So, it's, But we see now the benefit of a settled back four because Dundee with Fontaine, look, they've got that. Yeah, exactly. That Dundee's run has coincided with his his goal and them settling with that. It back was actually court. that Although pump in the air that put it turned because Fontaine. Right. it was only one 0 or beat them, but Air played very well and Dundee played very badly. But I think Fontaine got subbed on in that game, uh, and that from then that's kind of pushed them on. Air then lost the game against Livingston, like we've mentioned before, and the air of. So see, since the teams last met, Porter has been a 180 in terms of form, isn't it? Adzi cares maybe yeah. under more pressure now than McVeigh. Yeah, I, when you put it like that, it's um, it's an interesting... Uh, Football's mental, eh? 
it's an interesting setup to the game, and I think like the Bonnie Rig Rose result will be a real wake up call to to Dundee. It'll prove to him that they just can't afford to to drop the ball. And you can tell by Charlie Adams' interview after he was humble. Mm. He was very very aware of that. And I, I think as a, lead, as, as a leader of the them. team, he's not he's not going to let them away with that kind of thing again. And likes of McGowan as well. There's big characters in there that'll that'll demand that they, they come back and. I actually saw on Twitter Dundee fans at the time when the team lines came out saying, oh, why are we risking Charlie Adam? And McPake had said, well, Charlie wants to play, but see if they'd rested a couple, they'd maybe be out. That could have been the difference, yeah. Um, and one of the games that was meant to go ahead but didn't is now getting a chance to be played. Obviously, Morton host Dunfermline on Friday. That's on the telly. So with the fixture congestion, Stevie Crawford will maybe be saying the result of this should count for the cup game as well. Yeah, um, there was a lot of debate on online about how Dunfermline's game against uh, Morton in the Scottish Cup has been postponed. Yet Dunfermline's game against Morton in the league this Friday um, goes ahead, sort yeah. of thing. So, Aye. but I can I can understand why they they pulled all the Scottish Cup games at once, kind of thing. Um, you can't ask some teams to go through and be in like the fifth round, but still have like a second round game to play. You know, if it was two lower league teams, do you know what I mean? Aye, yeah, I suppose. Although, given the amount of times the Camelin against Brora game was called off, um, they 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 seem seem to be able to to have these games, you know, hanging in the balance. I think when they when they drew the Scottish Cup uh, on Sunday there, I think it was the longest, uh, you know, round in history. It was Camelin Athletic or Brora Rangers or Heart of Midlothian will play. Aye. Um, aye, aye. Whoever it was, they got. Yeah, I can't remember. Stranaer. Was it Stranaer? Stranaer, aye. Yeah. Um So more than yeah. hosting Dunfermline, it'd be interesting actually to see. Hopefully, it goes ahead with it. Let's say being on the telly, but Morton going to in the league anyway. Four unbeaten, Dunfermline three unbeaten. Both of them got one loss and five, and Dunfermline second in the league. So it's gonna be interesting. Yep, um, and it's been a you know a couple of weeks since both teams have played, so. Um, they played each other that uh, long ago, did they? Because Martin will be due a goal after that ghost goal that they scored, but the referee never gave him against Dunfermline. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was um the, the caretaker manager's first, yeah, first game. game. It was away at Dunfermline and, and they beat them two one. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't I don't know, I, you know, talking about league form with this couple of week break they've had. Uh, does it and, make a difference? This uh. kind of disruption of the cup. Cup uh, kind of disruption and things like that, but you know I don't think uh, I don't think there's 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 much between that. You know, Morton at home, mm-hmm. uh, Dunfermline away. Dunfermline have started to kind of sporadically drop a few points. Draw up at Inverness that they had was the you know the last game, mm-hmm. and narrowly beating Arbroath. Um, whereas Morton have kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, had that yeah. bounce from the new manager how long is that going to last I don't know you know what you often find is caretaker managers come in they might win four or five games on the bounce get the job and then it tails off yeah because you fancied you really fancied more, well I really fancied Morton in the last game away at Alloa but obviously it was a one-all draw wasn't it so is that them starting to maybe plateau uh, I, I don't know it's it's it's, it's very knee-jerk to, to maybe suggest that or a wee bit unfair on on uh, Macalone to to like just speculate that that could happen. Um, mm-hmm. There's nothing to suggest that it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be that. that way, though, isn't it? This is a game in the telly. This will be the game after two minutes where the goalie gets injured. 
because obviously they've been running with one goalie all season. So that's the game that, that something happens there. Aye, I, I was certain David Hutton was going to go there, but he ended up Aye, the that, Yeah. And there's keepers are hard to come by at the moment. So we're getting the morning keeper might... on loan. Aye. But yeah, you know. <laughs> well, you if you can do that. a job against Dundee, you can keep out Dunfermline. Aye. Were you about to say that? Did I ask to cut your grass? Aye, yeah, I was, but <laughs> great minds um, and all that. That's what they say. Our fools never differ. One of the two. Aye. Um, go with that one. Who do you fancy in that game? Because uh, we'll get we'll get some quick predictions. Because we've done all right in the cup predictions, oh. to be fair. Given by given by some of the the BBC live games that they've pulled out, it's going to be a bit of a stinker. Um, <laughs> the there's been some there's, there's been some all right ones, but uh, Cali Thistle uh, Queen's Life was all right in the second half, wasn't it? Aye, that was okay. Hearts has been decent. Yeah, and the cup game, as we've just talked about, was oh. that was that was an epic. Um, Queen of the South, Queen's Park. It was a. We'll get on to we'll that. That was that. a. There's a reason we're leaving that to the end. Aye. Um, no, I think oh, it's difficult. As I think, I think it's got. I think that's draw material for me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying as well. One each. I'm saying again. Uh, what about Dundee and Air? Dundee. Ah, I fancy them as well. Um, I think I think they'll be too too strong. So and another um, one a fixture where both teams had games called off. Wraith Inverness a decent game, eh? Yeah, definitely. I think any fixture with with Wraith involved. A lot of good footballers in both teams. They'll, yeah. they'll get the ball down and play, won't they? Inverness will miss um, Kennedy though. Although he's got a Wraith, so it'll be interesting to see if he plays actually. <laughs> yeah, that's a frightening addition to yeah, it's football that always happens eh? they lose them and then they play them next but I like you say great yeah, addition yeah. aye that's I mean fits right into Race Rover's philosophy of just um, I wonder why the mazy wingers who'll run inside and overlap why does that come about and... do you think because he was playing for Inverness. I don't know if maybe he, and I'm speculating, maybe he wanted to stay closer to the central belt or whatever, but both teams are relatively similar in terms of their league placement. They both get a ball down and play. He was playing most weeks for Inverness. It was a strange one, isn't it? For that, to, Maybe Inverness couldn't afford the wages. Again, I'm speculating, but it was an interesting one. You can only, you can only put it down to those two things that you've just suggested. I, I can't really think of another personal preference by the player. Um, I don't know. Because they both play similar just... shapes and stuff as well. So it's not like Rangers are thinking, yeah. oh, we're not wanting them playing in a 3 5 2 or whatever. They both rel- both play back fours and some combination yeah. variation of the white and, and, and stuff. Rangers won't discriminate between those two clubs. Um, no, there's, no. There's, not, there's nothing more to gain. Um, giving them, giving them to Reece Robertson as to Cali. So yeah, it can only be. They've obviously, they obviously can't. Rangers can't guarantee Kennedy's going to be involved yet with their first team squad. So they're obviously looking to get him out again. So because Ethan Ross isn't going back to Aberdeen, is he? I saw they recalled Bruce Anderson from there, and they recalled Verton, I'm sure from our broth. But I don't think they've recalled Ethan Ross because that would have been a reason for Rafe to go out and sign a winger. But I don't think yeah. they have, and they've still got Armstrong. Yeah. Ross hasn't gone back yet, I would say, but um, but if he if doesn't, Scott, maybe they're thinking if Scott Wright goes, Bingo. Rangers, yeah, if he goes, he'll yeah, go yeah. back, so on and yeah. so forth. But still, a strange reason th- for th- Inverness will be chuffed, will they? I think there's a lot of domino effect, um, and like that in football at the moment, with uh, especially with the sort of situation. But I, uh, it's a 
strange, strange one. Um, I wouldn't say he'll, 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 he will certainly strengthen race rovers, um, mm-hmm. but like you say, it wasn't, it wasn't the first position you'd think that they would go and look to, to, to kind of strengthen. But it's a, it's an opportunity that that they wouldn't have been able to resist. I think knowing his Aye, availability. So, so the last time both these teams played was the 29th of December. Wraith lost two 0 to Queen in the South at home. Inverness were at home as well and drew one each with Dunfermline. Uh, Miles Story, excuse me, getting a goal. So Wraith, like we've spoken about, they're beginning to slide a wee bit. That's them down to fourth now. Um, Inverness three points behind them. So Wraith will be looking at least to kind of stop the rot and get a get a point at least. One win in the last five. Yeah, uh, yeah, they'll 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 have to um they'll have to do that. I don't think there's um any danger of I still don't think there's any danger of, of them falling too far away. Um I think they'll finish I think they'll finish kind of mid season at best because they've got too much mm. about them. Aye, they'll um, not get drawn down into ninth, tenth, etc. though they I need don't to think stop so. the season and fit they need to avoid it kind of fizzing out. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't want Aye. to out the playoffs and no realistic hope of getting them and obviously like we've said just safe. So they don't want to be go- come March, they don't want to be going for the motions, do they? They want to kind of stay in touch with the, the teams at the top. Yeah, they've they, and they've been involved up there for so yeah. long now that they 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 the fancy like, well, let's 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 go for it, let's stay in the mix. Um, could this, you know, two nearly three week, well, two week certainly um break, uh, help them kind of re-energize. Aye, they get might get back Davidson together, back. You know? uh, because I think Davidson didn't play against Queen of South, so I was wondering if that was a wee knock or whatever. So um, uh-huh. the, the break will maybe give them time to get Davidson back, like you say, get back on the training pitch, get settled. And, yeah, because, um, I mean, the, you know, you could argue that they're maybe at risk of kind of they've come out of the block so fast that they've kind, they could kind of burn out. So mm-hmm. The left um, back's been missing as well. I always forget his name. Uh, Kieran McDonald, yeah. McDonald, yeah, because yeah, Miss Saunders was played out there against Queen of South. So, Get a couple of players back and, and get into it. How do you see the game going? Um, this one, one, just a, so hard to call. Um, nothing would surprise me when lose or draw for, for either team either there. Team. So Both teams could turn up and play play brilliantly and any one of those yeah. players could be Kelly or Smelly. It's, there's a lot of yeah. good footballers. Though, so I'm going to go ahead and score and play. draw. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of logic in that. I'm going to have to say the same because I literally can't decide. I would be flipping a coin, mm-hmm. so I might as well back the draw, stay safe. Um, good. And the last two games then, so Hearts play Alloa. Now, Hearts, are, they're waiting for Cameron, although I think that game that played, they've got Broader Rangers who have yeah. got Sunday before the Hearts and then plays yeah. Trinar, so their Scottish Cups yet to get up and running Hearts. Um, played more games than last season's Scottish Cup in the last two weeks than they have in this season's Scottish Cup. Um, yeah. So they play Alloa, who are off the back of a wee bit of a disappointing result. We spoke about it when we spoke about Cove in the League One edition. Both uh, Alloa, anyway, went kind of full strength, didn't they? And they'll be disappointed not to have gone through there with the winners playing Rangers. Yeah, they'll have. The only consolation is that they, they might not get that kind of big financial windfall yeah, that they yeah. would have if it was a, a sort of ticket affair but uh they will be they will be disappointed yeah they went full strength but you look at the squad it's like well they've got they what, else, really can, not, what yeah. else can they do you know what i mean um 
but no, the by all accounts, they they would it was a game that they would have wanted to win. I, I'm of the opinion that they'll they'll get over it because they'll they'll kind of be looking to put now they can put full focus into the league and staying in that staying in the league, mm-hmm. which for a part for a part time team is always going to be a, a struggle. So they, they kind of have to put everything into staying uh, staying up. Um, and they'll know Hearts will have been chomping at the bit to play this, won't they, for two weeks, given that their last result, they got beaten by Dundee. So they've got a few yeah. points to prove. Yeah, they, they needed to... Nielsen would have been looking to bounce back from that as quick as he could, I think, you know, rather than mm-hmm. sitting sort of stewing it like they have for a couple of weeks. So um, I think it's a, it's a favourable fixture for them to have. And no disrespect to Alloa to, to Alloa, though, come back out. Did Alloa knock them out the bet for it, didn't they? At the at yeah. this season. So, I think on penalties, wasn't it? Hearts. True. Ah, and, yeah, and Hearts, yeah. Hearts were strong that day as well. Ah, they the Hearts, have, Hearts have proven that they can, again, if they take their eye off the ball, um, there, there's there's no mugs in that league that are going to because Dundee um, and Dunfermline are right up the well five points, but they're not they're not as big a gap as it was. Uh, we were saying they were motoring and it's but it's tighter than they'd like it to be. Yeah. But they were quite well beaten by Cove, um, to be honest. They Cove, Cove uh, pummeled them 20, 20 shots, ten on target. Um so it, they'll be they'll be a bit worried by that. It'll be a knock to their knock to their confidence, a, a, a team from League One, um, uh, okay, it was a, a last minute, you know, excellent free kick that was actually the difference in the end. But um, they they worry that a team of the stature of Cove Rangers will have been able to to do that. It'll be a bit of a dent to their confidence. I think Hearts will win this minus two, minus three. You know, I think Alloa they've conceded what twenty five and eleven. They've shipped three against Cove at the weekend. Hearts were a point to prove. I think it. Point. Yeah, I fear for Alo a wee bit, to be honest. And um, Peter Grant, or no good defensive, doesn't play that way, does he? So he'll, no, he doesn't. He'll he still get it down and have a go in that. So yeah, he seems to stick to his, his philosophy, um, regardless. So uh, yeah, I think I think especially if he if he does that, they'll be setting themselves up for a for a tough ninety minutes. Um, Are you going hard? So I'm going to add an element I'll here. Go hard. I'm not convinced about. Such a, a margin of, of of victory, but I think Hearts will quite one confident Hearts will win you. Yeah. I'm going to take the minus two just to add an element of um, competition to the or add a layer of difficulty. Uh, I think this yeah, is yeah. me that last week was declaring, "I Bonnie Rig Dundee, that's a walkover next. East Bay <laughs> next. We're four for next. That that was that went extra time. Obviously Dundee went extra time, but I'm going to say." Hearts minus two, minimum. Um, and the last fixture then um, is Queen of South against Labrof. So we've left the worst to last in terms of games to watch. Anyway, that Queen of South game was a struggle, wasn't it? For the first 45 minutes. Certainly the first half. I, it's in, I was cold that watching was, that was the... I said that in the one of the... I'm surprised the game was on, you know. I know. Um, I don't know if the Hamden... The undersoil heating was whapped on. I don't know if, mm-hmm. um, you know the, the the facility that they have there was was, was a wee bit of the the difference. But um, I the the first forty five it was that was the worst first forty five in in memory Aye. for me. Um, 
just there was such a lack of chances. It was just just scrappy. Um, but I think uh, we predicted Queen of the South would would. Um, or I certainly did. I can't remember what you guys said. But I thought I Queen of the South would. I'm jumping in that bandwagon. I did. Aye, aye. Just as I said in the, without wanting to repeat myself for for those who listen to, well, listen to both episodes. But I just think they they had you know there's a bit of bit more uh, wiliness to them. Uh, Queen of the South, like I said before, it's easy to slap that. Oh, they've got a championship squad tag and Queen's Park. And aye. That, and that equates to the that they can automatically compete against championship uh, level teams. I don't think it quite works like that. Um, then they're still trying. They're still still a relatively newly assembled squad and stuff like that. And this just proved a, a wee bit of a test too too much for them. Uh, coincided with Queen of the South's sudden, you know, turn in, in fortune in the league with the last couple of you know impressive results. It was just um, a wee bit. A step too much for for Queens Park, who I think is, who, would, who would have had a wee bit of pressure on them going into that game because the expectation is that they're the Galacticos mm-hmm. of, of League Two and that they, they should be automatically be able to 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 beat these kind of teams or certainly compete with them. But this is maybe one for League Two next week, but see for me that sums up McKinnon a wee bit. Tactically, you wonder when he plays against teams that are of a similar level, if not slightly better. I worry a wee bit. I think he was very naive at Falkirk with some of his shapes and formations and the games they played. And see, for me watching that, I didn't like his shape or his selection, to be honest. So maybe for Queen's Park fans, I'd say that's not one for this edition, but that's maybe one to, to keep half an eye on. Because for me, it started to question McKinnon in that game. I did anyway, but I think uh, Alan Johnson got his team right, didn't he? Uh, Shields had a good game. Willie Gibson, good goal from him. And more... Uh, Queen of South won the last two league games before that, so they're in a good position, aren't they, to, to kick on against Arbroath, which is a massive game. You know, they're five ahead of Arbroath now. They won that, that's them eight ahead, and there's a gap starting to open there. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that the last episode, how, um, how suddenly um, the opportunity is there for, for Queen's Park to... Sorry, <laughs> Queen of the South. Ah, yeah. to, um, easy, easy to... Get them muddled up after they and, just played each just, other. Just before you, you, you carry on there, because I'll get you to talk about this as well. They then play um in two games times, it's Alloa. I can't it's Morton next. So after they play a rope, they host Morton and they then play Alloa. So but a decent me run yeah. potentially on paper. Yeah, they could um like I said, we've we previously said this certainly looks like they could pull away from that bottom mm-hmm. um area because like you said, if they if they beat um, Arbroath and then they beat Alwa, that's uh, that's three points on both of that club and both of those teams who are below them. So they are going to they're going to distance them, themselves from that group. Mm-hmm. Um, so after after the start they had, that's um, would be a right good um, turn of fortune for them. Morton, oh, yeah, imagine they get seven points as well. from that. Yeah, imagine even Aye. drawing Morton. Aye, um, let's say they get let's say they get those nine points that would propel them up into mid-table, bottom of the playoffs, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. And for our broth, it's not must win, but almost, it's must not lose, isn't it? Uh, I would say, yeah, more of, I would say more... At this more, stage? Yeah, I think it's it's nearly must win because um, they've got a game in hand on, on Aloha, but there's three three points uh, adrift to them and they'd need to, they'd need to get a goal swinger four to, to kind of 
be mm-hmm. even level, exactly level with Alloa, and five points behind Queen of the South. So Alloa kind of, sorry, our both kind of um, switching on survival mode now. I think, even though it's sad. Not even quite halfway point in the season. We've yet. spoke about Dick Campbell. Do you think if they lose this, he'll what? If they lose this game, yeah, and they, they do get a bit cut. I suppose they're not that I far behind be, Alo, are they? But I'd be do you think he's under? He walked. Do you think he's under pressure? I think he's more likely to walk than the board. Yeah, I, 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 I've never met him, but he strikes me to be that way. Aye, and I think. I think it would be with it would be a dignified walk. I don't think he would not. I've seen it in recent weeks, a... though, haven't you? Because Gary Holt and Robinson both almost they just got to the stage where, like, mentally it was draining them, and they just sounded in their post matches a wee bit kind of disheartened. And obviously, both made the decision to walk. David Hopkin allegedly did the same. So, I think if the, I think yeah, I think if the Campbell walked, um, I think he would genuinely believe it would be for the. The best for the for the club, mm-hmm. um, but I think also he's a, he is a he's a fighter. He's, enough, like isn't he? he's been he's been uh, around long enough. He'll not be panicking. And I think the the boardroom, the board will still owe him. Um, I think they owe him a. He's got a lot in the bank from from mm-hmm. getting them up in the first place and stuff like that. So, um, there's not there doesn't seem to be much. I think our both fans are sometimes few and far between. Um, kind of making themselves known on the social yeah. media platforms that you browse and things like that, but I don't seem to a get a lot of um, feeling of discontent from the fans towards the manager, and, and b, mm-hmm. um, well, there is no b. Just a. <laughs> How do you see them going against Stubbro? Uh, against Queen of the South. Um, I I see Queen of the South winning. Um, just on. Recent event based on recent events. Um, Arbroath need to they they've, they've found a wee bit of a scoring touch and Doolin's found the back of the net. Um, I think the was it a Hearts? Yeah, three one against Hearts wasn't he it? Scored. The last time out. Um, and it might just take him. It might just take him that to 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 find his touch again, bring the confidence back as it does for so many strikers. Um, I think he's going to be pivotal to to what happens to Arbroath. Um, but for me. Queen of the South have are buoyed with confidence. Um, they have. Boy, Vernon's a loss for them as well, isn't it? For them, are both being recalled. Yeah, back yeah. They've signed he, a boy Davidson on loan from Dundee United who can play in defence or midfield. So you wonder if they'll just try and sit him in front of the back four. But Vernon's good, man. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, I actually think they've are both have got just enough in the in the tank to kind of cover him, but. Um, that that extra and addition. They've got Watley uh, and stuff, don't they? Still to come. Yeah, they've got loads of loads of guys who can play in the middle there. Watley, Gold, Swanky, McKenna, um, but not quite. You know, that's an Hagen obvious. Could argue play in there as well. Aye, aye, but Vertanen definitely offered a lot for them. Um, but uh, I think Queen. Yeah, for me, it's going to be a Queen of the South. Uh, when Connor Shields um, really impressing for for well, them at the yeah. moment, and uh, he's really he's really putting in the kind of effort that a club that are loitering around the bottom echelons uh, want to see and what fans want to see, especially with no fans in the the stadiums, you can see that he's just his his attitude um, is bang on for those kind of predicaments because he's just one hundred and ten percent. As much as I hate that phrase, 
No, he is. He is. And, and I he's, think he's finding the net now, which is crucial. For the first time ever, I think, potentially we're agreeing on all of them here, which means none of them will come in. Um, so we've both... Your, gone, your, your uh, handicap and hearts might be the definitive <laughs> decision. So we're a draw Martin Dunfermline, a Dundee win against there, a draw Rafe Inverness, hearts beating Aloha, minus two handicap for myself, Queen of South beating Arbroath. So that's a decent run of fixtures, actually. Good, good set of fixtures. Um, I'm going to say that three out of five will be on. That's my prediction. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully um, the Martin game's definitely on because I'd be quite looking forward to watching that one. Seeing them Fairman, not seeing them Fairman much apart from their game against Hearts. So um, looking forward to that one actually. So that we, could, we could start to add it for for this month. We could start to add in um, postponement predictions as well. To be fair, James called uh, breaking. Cowden Beef or whatever it was being postponed a couple of weeks back, is I think he said it'll be breaking P. Cowden uh, Beef P. So yeah, right, that might be the one. Okay, if there had to be one that's off, I'm going to say it would be. Um, well, process of elimination. The wreck is quite pretty resilient to the weather. Yeah, Dundee that's, did very well to get their game against Bonnie Rago. Aye, and Wraith, well, that host starts Park hosted Kelly Hearts. Queen of the South's a, a plastic, isn't it? It uh, is, yeah. So Queen of the South and Morton, that leaves. With Morton being late, late at night for the telly, I'm going to say Queen of the South's the game that'll be off. Yeah, I'll... Yeah, we'll probably have to agree on that one as well, to be honest, just because of the process. We need James of... in to start up some controversy. Aye. Uh, he'll be back next week, hopefully, if uh, Simon Murray's, aka the plumber's finished in his house, will be... He'll be back with us next week. So uh, that rounds up this episode. So thanks very much for watching. Like we said, if you could like uh, the video and subscribe to the channel, that would help us massively. You can find us on Spotify at um, by searching for Through Turnstiles Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Turnstiles. Thank you very much for watching. Um, we'll see you next week. Cheers. See you later.